Hello and welcome to the Get It Right Podcast. I am your host, Nadeja, aka The Intellectual, coming at you with episode one. Thanks again to our sponsor, Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard the very first episode, you may want to screw, screw, press pause, rewind, and catch what was shared there. So among some of those things shared was the why of the podcast and insight into the format of the show and your what to expect. So this is take two. <laughs> some hiccups happened with the audio. Uh, my computer had flashed and started over. It was an unexpected happening due to the storm while I was in the process of editing. So here we are for take two, hence the name of the title. So what is a quick write, you may be asking me. So a quick write is an abbreviated format of the Get It Right podcast. So mainly I'll discuss what we've been watching over here on this side, we meaning me, because it's party of one uh, since I launched the show, upcoming things I'm excited for, headlines and entertainment, and what people are buzzing about in that week and entertainment news. Um, so mostly it'll be segment free, but you know, it depends. So we're going to get into the show. So with our hot topics, first up, I am mentioning election results. Now you may think, okay, this is old news. It's two weeks. Remember, I lost that audio and I'm glad I had a transcript of it that I had created. So in the internet streets, so people were referring to the election as America's season finale or series finale, which is very fitting since this current sitting president is a former reality star. Now, I'm excited, for one, um, about the history that has been happening. Um, it feels like an exhale, uh, but I don't want to you know, dwell on this too long since it is a couple weeks out. I'm sure you've heard in the news and maybe other podcasts you listen to on people's take, but I will speak for myself and say, um, considering what we have experienced during this term of this 45th presidency, so there's no such thing as perfect people. So for the upcoming president-elect and vice president-elect, we can't change their past as far as their history into what their former careers were. But I can tell you, for one, we can hold people accountable. And I will be expecting to see a plan regarding that good old promise of student loan relief. I'm expecting to hear that within the first 100 days, especially since the Biden-Harris team has been so proactive in coming up with plans on how to handle this pandemic and how to shut down COVID. So history, like I said, was indeed made. And I'm excited to see the fellow HBCU grad, President-elect Kamala Harris, a Black woman, an Asian woman, do her thing. And also how her husband will handle his title as the first ever second gentleman. All right, so that's enough politics. Um, I think I'm going to skip that story on good old Miss Aquila and the B about what she said. You know what? I'm not going to skip it. I'm about to go in. So she came under fire for a tweet criticizing her feelings about EBT cards, most closely known as food stamp or SNAP, and what she feel they should be used for. I feel she had no place because she was a child star who was still eating off of 
what she did. You know, nothing against her for that. But if her family was in the position to be recipients of that, she probably has no recollection because she became a breadwinner for the family. You know, not to say that I don't know her business and how, you know, her parents were likely managing her. But keep keep certain stuff out your mouth. Um, so her tweet said, quote, imagine if EBT could only be used on healthy foods. To that, I say, do you know how much healthy food costs this? Of course you do, because you were talking about, well, I've been swiping my debit card. Okay, girl. Well, do you know how much people get on their respective EBT cards? So personal story, when I first started grad school and I came back to Richmond from New Jersey, I had no job. I had minuscule saving. And I was able to qualify for EBT stuff, um, EBT benefits. And I still barely cut it because it was just me. I got something among $100 a month. And that was hard. Like I was bartending. I was working as a hostess. And at the time, you know, between traveling to work and other stuff like that, you know, the funds were low and that's where I. So... Depending on one's family size and their circumstances acts um, determines how much money they will get for those of you who are not familiar with EBT benefits and how that works. So also in many communities of color, access is the name of the game. Access to grocers matter. Um, at that time, I lived in a food desert and I was blessed enough to have a car that was um, usually, uh, formerly my uncle's that was gifted to me by my grandparents while I was in college. Now that car was old at the time, was experiencing problems, but I still had a car. So my, my house was somewhat off the bus lines. Um, but you have to also determine who was near the bus lines. So some people are using their benefits at grocery stores. I mean, corner stores, which serve as grocery stores, mostly depending on the area. And like I said, access. So you have to think about that feasibility for people. She got checked since she was X years old. I don't know when she started acting and how, like I said, that's not my business, but it's also not her business how people choose to spend those foods. These artificial foods and everything, yes, they are not the best for us and yes, they are food-like products, but the inflation rates from stuff like a head of lettuce, a gallon of milk, a carton of eggs, a loaf of bread from the early 2000s to now is high. So again, you have that excess, Miss Kiki, to the privilege of healthy food, to whole foods and whatever, all these places. I side hustle here and there. I shop and deliver groceries through, I'm not going to name the places. Y'all know what y'all can get them from because they are not a sponsor of this show. But shout out to them, put a lot in my pockets with extra money, helping fund the show on the low. But I say all that to say she needs to put up that cash and stop bumping those gums. Uh, people online kept talking about how, you know, they first were disinfected. This, the word, I know words and things, but they first kind of pushed away from the thing she said and did back to when she was pumping in the streets of Ferguson during the uprisings there after Mike Brown was murdered in Stilettos. You know, her prerogative, no Bobby Brown, if she wants to walk around in six inch heels in the streets at a protest, that's her problem. Like, what she wears on her feet don't give me corns. But this is not the, the year to come for people struggling to feed themselves and their families. There was one, one round of these GD, I be trying not to cuss on here, of these 
damn, I'm going to say it, <laughs> of these damn, well, I can't even remember the name of it, stimulus checks, because they only got one, $1,200 or so. If people got them, there are people who still to this day didn't get that, but these corrupt people of all colors are using this pay tech protection thing for their businesses and balling out of control, but yet there are some people who are not getting money to feed themselves and their families and who are losing their jobs. So, yeah, I was not for that. that metal and metal y'all hear from my metal straw my metal water cooler but you know what i'm keeping it in because i don't got time to mess with this editing since it wanted to try me within the last week <laughs> um so on a live lighter note our favorite mini mobile here at the get it right podcast blue Ivy carter is the narrator of the author matthew a cherry's book hair love and I'm over here standing. Um, it is also an Oscar award-winning short. Um, I had showed that to my class with my co-teacher during one of our units where we had showed shorts and, you know, had asked them questions. Um, so I found it very fitting how she was the one chosen because when she was around the twins' age, people would criticize B and J, talking about combing that baby hair and her her hair's not done. So we also in the black community know how intimately politically hair follicles are made. Like, you know, oh, what's your hair type? Like, bruh, relax. Um, and our people have been taught it for generations based solely on how our hair grows out of our heads. And I find that ridiculous. If you look back to photos of enslaved people, there were young women whose heads were shaved when they came off the boat. You know, um, in the black community, we hear that quote all the time, a woman's hair is her crown and glory, right? So, and that was very much in, and it still is very much in uh, a diasporatic thing. Um, but yeah, I find that fitting. A lot of people were saying, oh, well, they should have used that opportunity to have another young woman, you know, build her fund, like for her college and everything. And also to that, I say, you know, write a book and provide the opportunity for someone else. Don't continue to tear down this young woman for doing that because I'm sure she donates more money than you. But that's all I have for my hot topics. And I'm going to take a quick break. And hear from our sponsor again. All right, so we're back, and I'm gonna list some fall TV I'm excited for. So I have recently caught up to my fave, This Is Us. I love that show, and I love how they had pivoted from. You know, because I'm sure they had everything written pre-COVID and they had did a timely thing just adjusting how the Pearsons have adjusted to life after COVID. So go watch that. Um, a lot of people talk about how emotionally that is and, oh, people are crying and stuff too much. And to that, I say we are watching imperfect people be portrayed on screen and watching them, you know, dismantle and, and work through their trauma in live time on TV. So their uh, journey through all of the characters are remarkable. And naturally, my fave are Randall and Beth Pearson in their family with all that hashtag Black love, all that hashtag Black girl magic. Yes. So more reviews on that in the future. You will look forward to those special episodes because some people may not want to catch up and watch all four seasons. 
Don't worry, we got you over here to get it right podcast. So another show I'm excited for is for life coming back. Um, one of his creators, of course, Curtis, soon to be paying a higher taxes, Jackson. Yes, because y'all remember what he said about Trump. I don't forget that. But also he employs and helps assist employ several black people. So that's my reason for not divesting from him. Keep it comments to yourself. Possibly if you have a different game, we can talk about it, you know, but don't come for me because... I'm sure there are ways you are continuing to support people who may not be. That's your prerogative. No Bobby Brown. Some of y'all still listen to R. Kelly. You know, your prerogative once again. But that show has a great storyline. And I cannot wait to see what season two has in store for Aaron and company and for us as viewers. So um, today, that show is already out. So I need to catch up on that. I didn't catch up on that like for life yet. So um, I'm also watching the mandalorian season two that comes out week to week on disney plus so um if you are interested in like sci-fi fantasy but haven't looked into all of the star wars stuff i think that's a great way to get started because it is going back to when yoda was a baby he was 50 years old yes but he was still a cute little baby you know he's so cute so cute, cute. um it's so tiny so that's fun. I'm also waiting on 911 to return to watch my Leo queen, honey, Auntie Angela Bassett and her stage every week. So last but not least on my watch list are holiday specials. Yes, I am one of those. I have been fighting it not to watch some of them, but I have. I watched Jingle Jangle, which came out on Netflix on the 13th. It is an amazing blackity black special and I will be reviewing that as well for a special episode. So I love holiday movies and they capture my favorite season of the year, which are the winter holidays. Some may be yes cheesy, some may be yes predictable, but I just enjoy seeing that captured. Like some of my favorite memories were with my grandmother, who I told you all in episode zero that I am very close to. Uh, we would decorate, bake cookies, and I would sneak in the basement and do what she called plundering to, you know, look at the gifts and go with her every year to travel to family to deliver their gifts while she wore her Santa hat that said nanny. So yes, yes, yes. I've held out this long. Um, it's the middle of November towards the end. But yes, I have held out because I used to love Christmas in July back on ABC Family back in the day. All of the claymation, like my favorite is the one with Rudolph and the Heat Miser and Mr. Ice. So um, if you know, you know, the Rowans know. Shout out to all of us of that age group. So since I stream uh, exclusively, I wouldn't know if they still show it. But also on that watch list for my holiday movie is Kelly Rowland's Lifetime movie, Merry Little Christmas. It's a part two because in the first one that came out last year, she got engaged to Homeboy She's Marrying. So I'm going to watch that and find out how I can stream that. Um, I already said Jingle Jangle. I'm looking at my transcript. So some of my holiday season faves I'm going to watch again. But unfortunately, I absolutely have to cut Friday after next out of the rotation unless I find a DVD somewhere that like I mentioned earlier, I am divesting from, um, but personally I mentioned like about people divesting from others who just have questionable motives towards the community and how things affect us. And I am divesting simply because of his foolishness with this so-called platinum plan. Y'all, <sighs> Jesus be offense. Um, so I'm, I'm limiting the lining of his pockets with my streams. No judges for those of you all and your personal choices, but for us, for me and my house, we will divest from what attempts to bring us harm to our existence, to our people, all power to all people. 
So that's just that on that for me. But that's where I am here. Uh, I'm going to finish some work and hop off. This is a little shorter than what the take one of this episode was. And I'm completely fine with that. Because once again, this is a quick write episode. Meaning whenever you see quick write in the title, you can expect a shorter, more freestyle vibe from the episode. Also, don't forget to follow the Get It Right podcast on all of our socials. And don't be shy to engage with us in our content. There is so much more to come. Just stay tuned to roll out. We are on Patreon, where you can become a patron to donate once a month, a select amount from the tiers, or you can also... Go to the link in the bio, make a donation via Cash App, PayPal, whatever. It helps, you know, the show continue to build and grow. That is if, of course, you are able to because there is no pressure. I know we are still in the height of a pandemic. And your support listening to the show is enough for your girl, and I am happy with that. So, again, I'm signing off. I will see y'all next week. Peace. Love ya.